What's up, bro? Welcome to Coffee on the Beach, the podcast that aims to motivate and elevate your passion towards your business, military career, and in life. With a focus on adding value via actionable items that are experience-based from my guests and mentors' lifelong stories of failures and success. Ladies and gentlemen, brought to you by the GCPG at www.thegcpg.com. This is Coffee on the Beach. Welcome to another episode of Coffee on the Beach. Caffeinated, we're going to talk about the Navy-wide advancement exams. You know, the E7 exam just got done. Now we're coming up in a short amount of, you know, about two months. We're going to get the E4 to E6 exams. So I think it's the perfect time to actually talk about it. So if you're listening to this podcast, hopefully you can get some actionable items and start early. You got two months of hard, dedicated studying to prepare for the advancement exams. Before we get into that, we're going to talk about what I've been doing lately, man. That's why I created a podcast to kind of like document um, what I've been doing. I've been active on the Sneakers app. So for y'all who knows me, I play a lot of basketball. Uh, I play at least three to four times a week. That's basically my main go-to for cardio. I know there's going to be a lot of haters out there that, hey, basketball is not cardio. You should be running and stuff like that. But I enjoy basketball, man. Um, it get my heart. Uh, it gets my heart rate up, and whatever form of cardio that is, that that's my go-to cardio is basketball. The past two years, I've been playing in Paul George PGs. Uh, I've owned the PG ones. I've owned the PG twos. I've owned PG two point fives. So when the PG PlayStation came out, I actually logged in. And I entered myself in the drawing. Unfortunately, I didn't win it. And I'm not really the type of guy, like what I said, I'm not that hardcore sneakerhead. I'm not the type of guy that's going to go to StockX and actually pay for it much more than what it was retailed for. So this morning, I actually woke up late. The drawing starts at 7 in the morning. And I woke up around 7.50. And I logged in. And I scored a shoe. It's made by Nike, the PG3 NASA. Um, I'm just going to go over the highlights of the shoe. So this is straight from the sneaker app. Every childhood dream of becoming an astronaut or NBA player is rooted in unwavering curiosity for the unknown. Embracing the spirit of exploration, PG has rocketed from a small town to the top of the league by pushing beyond the pinnacle of his game. The PG3's intergalactic inspiration comes from unofficial footwear and jumpsuit collaboration with the National Aeronautics and Space Administration. So if you actually look at the shoes, the, the, the top portion of the shoe is actually made out of the jumpsuits that astronauts wear in space. Using patches, NASA colors, and other references that unite basketball and spaceflight, I grew up in Palmdale, California, which has a big NASA base that not a lot of people know about, says Paul George of the collaboration, which has the city's zip code 93552. This shoe is for the kids who wants to fly, whether as professional athletes or astronauts. 
just what Paul George said on the background about this shoe. Nike basketball designers met with NASA designers after spending months improving the shoe's traction, comfort, lockdown, and lightness. Actually, all those things, I can attest to it because that's why I, I keep buying the PGs not to display it, not to keep it, not to collect it, but actually love playing on them. From what the designer's character is saying, you know, the traction, the comfort, the lockdown, the lightness, this is actually what I loved about the PGs because it's, it's so minimal and it's so low to the ground that I feel like I can, I can move freely in the court. Paul George even shadowed an astronaut at NASA's Kennedy Space Center in Orlando as a way of understanding their daily training and routines. NASA inspires us in how they use minimal resources to create things that will survive in extreme environment, says Tony Hartman, Nike basketball footwear designer. We've done the same with the PG3, making it lightweight but multi-directional support. The circular traction on the outsole was inspired by moon craters. The shoe also has an Apollo 14 patch on the heel and both PG's logo and the American flag on the tongues. I always wanted to be in the NBA, says Paul George. That's the sky. Now me being an all-star, me working to become a champion, that's the footprints in the moon. Alright, next up is the podcast that I listen to. I actually listen to a few podcasts and one of them is uh, Joe Coy, the Koi Pond, with special guest King Batch. And Manuel Reyes. Really? Wow. Damn, I don't yeah, know. Too. I haven't. I would have been like, I'll die doing this. Yeah, yeah I'm nowhere I mean, close to my goal. I want to be the biggest movie star in the world. I'm nowhere close to that yet, but mm-hmm. I'm, you know, that's yeah. that's the that's where my eyes are set. And I don't care what I have to like, how long it takes to get there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just gonna keep working. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's like there's a traditional way to do auditions, 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 or you can create your own lanes. Hell yeah! Mm-hmm. You know Hell yeah! I mean? mm-hmm. yep. That's, that's, that's the it. Path I took. That's I it. tell my wife that all the time. I get so pissed when she comes home and doesn't have like. I'm like, they don't see how dope you are, babe. And don't put your life in these people's hands. Like, you've done good. Your little hobby, your little side project, which isn't even thing you want to do, has created a life for you that you don't have to be a waitress. You don't have to be a whatever. You living like a freaking queen, and you doing something that was an accident. Yeah. This whole stand-up thing. Use it to your advantage. Create your own content mm-hmm. so that they have to look at you. They have to be like, I can't deny this dude's numbers. Mm-hmm. Like, you just can't. So... Yeah, I've been listening to uh, a few podcasts, and it's one of my uh, go-to podcasts if I wanted to compress. If it's a long day at work, it's a stressful day. But when I listen to Joe Coy's podcast, it makes me feel like I'm on that room with them, with Chase DeRusso, with Chris Laxamana, with Dre, with Joe Coy. I feel like I'm in that room, and it's just like a good vibe. So that's like my decompression podcast. And it's a combination of funny and a combination of motivation because it kind of like fired me up after listening to that episode. Next up that I want to share with y'all is what I've been listening to in Spotify. And this J. Cole's Middle Child. This has been my uh, go-to song uh, for the past two days. Back when the rap game was praying like this, to act like two legends cannot coexist. But I never be for the nigga for nothing if I smoke. 
So yeah, man, J. Cole is actually uh, one of my favorites. It's uh, it's my game time music. It's my workout music. Uh, it's my go-to music. You know what I mean? K.O.D. All his uh, his old albums, and uh, this one's no different, man. Middle Child, listen to it. J. Cole's middle child and I know the rap the hip-hop the music is changing you know I'm not hating about that but my preference is you know I'm still the type of guy that like lyrical raps you know what I mean and J. Cole is one of those few I'm still that old school cat that goes for the lyrical formats you know I still listen to the lyrics I still you know I love the beats but I still listen to the lyrics, listen to the message, and extract the the message of the song. So that's J. Cole's Middle Child. Next, maybe similar to what I let you guys listen to about J. Cole's Middle Child. And this is uh, Token returning to Sway in the Morning freestyling. But yeah, man, that's what I've been listening to. Uh, you know, Koi Ponch, J. Cole's Middle Child, the new uh, freestyle from Token via Sway in the Morning. Check it out on YouTube. And that's what I've been up to, man. Living life. Loving life. What's up, brew? This is episode tres of Coffee in the Beach, caffeinated. We're going to talk about how to study for the Navy White Advancement Exam. This is Coffee in the Beach. We are in Anaheim, California, Disneyland. Let's get it. Let's talk about what caffeinated 
episode 3's topic is all about. Remember, I'm not going in depth with the policies, but you should be familiar with it. Because back in September 2018, they updated the Navy Advancement Manual for Enlisted Personnel, Bupers Instruction 1430.16 Golf. You should be at least, at least be well versed on what the changes are. I'm going to kind of go through some stuff that they changed up. On chapter 1, they changed the final multiple score or FMS. Computation table for education and individual augmentee points for E40-E6 final multiple score. And change the E40-E7 FMS to reflect the new calculation of evaluations, service and pay grade, and past not advanced. Those are your PNA points. Chapter 2, they expanded the Navy Leadership Development Course Completion, you know, the NLDC. Um, they expanded the special requirements of certain rates and ratings. They made changes to high-year tenure, security clearance, citizenship, and cryptologic technician requirements. They clarified early promote EP time and rate TIR waiver policy. So if you are in that category, you should be reviewing the chapter 2 of this new instruction. They change on chapter 3. They changed the Navy-wide advancement exam worksheet and the instructions for completing it. Now, if you're in a deployable unit, you might want to check out Chapter 6 and familiarize yourself because they changed the guidelines for administration of Navy-wide advancement exams for sailors deployed to or deploying to congressionally designated combat zones. So there's a lot of changes in the advancement manual, but... You know, it's available online, download it, print it, and familiarize yourself with the new changes that was updated in September 2018, just recently last year, uh, that's Bupers Instruction 1430.16 Golf. So the next thing that I kind of want to share with y'all is the Nav Admin 312-18. This was released in December 2018, and this is the Nav Admin that announces the changes to enlisted advancement policies aligned with the Sailor 2025 initiative and with the Bupers instruction that we talked about, final multiple score FMS calculation. So familiarize yourself with NAV Admin 312-18. That is NAV Admin 312-18. With that said, we're going to talk about how to put things into action when we're talking about the Navy-wide advancement exams. Because I believe that's something you can control. That's something we can control. Is preparing for the exams. Just like the PRT, you know, the physical readiness test. We know it's going to come up. We know it's going to come up ahead of time. We just got to prepare for it. So what's my take on preparing for the advancement exams? Early in my career, I actually don't have a good study habit. Actually, you know, my mentors and those individuals that is placed uh, to supervise me, actually, I got, I got my study habits from different people. I got my study habits from watching other people get promoted. The first thing that I want to talk about is setting up a schedule. So when you schedule something, you have to include it in your daily to-do list. You know, maybe after your workout in the afternoon. After your workout, you're still pumped up, right? You go home, 
make your uh, protein shake and start start studying right then and there while you you're still hyped up right or maybe the pre-workout is still kicking in right so you're on that high gear and you're focused you're still you know your blood is still pumping and you know get that study in right rather it be a whether it be a 10 minute 15 minute study time or you go for the whole hour study time right or maybe just before you go to bed you know you turn off the TV and hey before you 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 put your head in your pillow you basically pull out your study materials and start studying so the first thing that I want to talk about is scheduling it but you got to put some actionable things embedding your studies in your day so when you schedule it you give yourself enough time to understand not just read but understand the subject the topics highlight underline do whatever to to understand what that subject is about what i want to share with y'all that worked for me is writing 10 questions try writing 10 questions about a topic the questions should be created by you and not by anybody else the people who wrote these questions they have to use the same reference as you're reading right now so you have to put yourself on their position that if you write your 10 questions let's say let's say you're going to be the one writing the exam for the navy what kind of question are you going to create from that from that reference you know if i have a 50 page reference 50 page book 50 page instruction and you're the one writing for the navy what 10 questions will you ask because if you're doing that you're actually reverse engineering the exam you're you're reverse engineering the questions in addition to scheduling it you have to learn how to break down the study materials the bibliography that comes out about 6 months before the exam so learn how to uh, dissect that bibliography that bib from the key topics the subjects on how you break it down to the subtopics and from that subtopics what's really the focus of that subtopic so let's say uh the subject is preventive medicine and ground you know ground forces preventive medicine and the subtopic is water right below water is like you know how to, how to treat water how to superchlorinate a water bull once you write those 10 questions that will now be reviewer before the exam So once you scheduled it and it became a habit, let's say you stick with it Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday because you know, you know Friday, Saturday, Sunday is is you time or family time because that's the weekend. But Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday you go hard. Now that's 40 different questions on four different topics out of the bibliography. The next topic that I want to talk about is maximizing your time and retaining information. You know, this is writing acronyms, formulas, metrics, data, piece of information on a piece of paper that you can keep in your pocket all day. It could be an index card, a scratch paper, or something that that's portable that you can take, you know, keep in your wallet, take a picture of it, keep it in your cell phone and maybe uh on your next break or whenever you can get away from work you know you're smoking in the smoke pit uh or just like kind of like you know a downtime you'll look at it and try to memorize or study it you know the acronyms 
the the formulas, the data, the metrics, the hard facts from that instruction, from the book, from the reference. And once you get it down, you just keep updating the info on that piece of paper, right? Or you can just keep taking pictures of the 10 questions and every day, you know, you switch it up and study a different 10 questions during your downtime or your breaks. Another way to maximize your time is creating audio recordings. The advantage of using technology in order to study is just crazy nowadays because you can basically record yourself studying or reading those questions using your phone or your laptop. Like everybody should have a phone capable of recording either video or audio. So there should be no excuse. If you have an iPhone, you can record a video and convert it to audio later via iMovie or you could just go to recorder and just save those recordings via iCloud and listen to it in your car while working out, you know, taking a nap somewhere, right? Like trying to fall asleep, you know. I know you know about rack ops, rack operations for y'all shipboard people, you know, Marine Corps, FMF guys. You know, you know, y'all know all about rack ops during deployments, right? So if, if you have that downtime, you know, put your headphones in and listen to your recordings. And what's going to happen is you're going to retain that information because you're listening to yourself. So maximizing it using the audio capabilities of technology is now much accessible to anyone with those devices, right? And you can even upload it to different platforms like SoundCloud. You can upload it in YouTube. You can upload it in your Facebook that you can always come back to later and access it on your cloud drive or what, wherever and access it and study. Next up, let's talk about creative ways to make studying fun. So either you or one of your friends, maybe your workout partner or somebody who's like studying with you on your peer group or preparing for the exam, right? For me, let's say it's basketball. I can find a friend that is going to take the same advancement exam that I'll be taking and we're going to go to the basketball court. Let's say I'm shooting 10 free throws and before I shoot, he's going to be asking me a question based out of my 10 questions that I wrote when we talked about scheduling. So that makes basketball more fun. That means, you know, I'm having fun playing basketball with my friend, but I'm also learning. I'm maximizing my time to retain the information or or workouts right in between sets right let's say it's chest day right for some people every day is chest day right so you're going to be pumping iron and in between sets your workout partner is just basically asking you questions based on the 10 questions that you wrote or asking you questions about acronyms about formulas about memorizations we just have to be creative and we just got to make it fun. Now studying is not that boring anymore. So there's really no excuse. You can include studying on the things that you do daily, whether it be basketball, workout, running. It's not boring anymore. It's, it's not fun. Studying is now fun. Now you're more equipped. You're well prepared before you take the advancement exams. Next thing I want to talk about is flashcards. If you haven't checked out Quizlet, you should give it a try and sign up. This is not sponsored by Quizlet, but Quizlet is one of those apps that's actually very beneficial. When I was studying for my uh, Fleet Marine Force qualification, I actually use Quizlet a lot. And when I'm driving, I actually played, if you didn't notice, check out Quizlet and play with it. There's an audio 
function for Quizlet that you can play and study your materials. In today's technology, I'm pretty sure there's a way you can connect your audio from your cell phone to your car, so there should be no excuse, right? You can, uh, you can basically create your own study format, whether it be audio, digital, written, and you know, be, be creative with it and do what will work for you to retain those information. The last thing I want to say is uh, go light on the last week of the exam because I've always believed that success comes with great preparation, meaning that you have to go hard that two months prior to the exam. You can't go hard and cram everything in. I think that's a bad move because you're just going to overload your, 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 your memory. You're going to overload your, your learning you know, capability that week. So I would say go hard that two months, at least two months, maybe even more. Maybe if you're a go-getter, you know, go hard that four months. But at least two months prior to the exam, you should be already going hard in those bibliographies, topics, subjects, and the last week should just be a brush up, a review of the stuff that you've learned during those two months or four months. So here's a bonus actionable item that I want to share with y'all. Going back to scheduling, once the new bibliography is out, which is we know about six months prior to the exam, I would say check your last profile sheet. Create your top three topics that you need to put your focus to. Basically, those are the topics you're struggling with during that past exam. Now, comparing it to your bibliography, let's say the three topics you're struggling with is healthcare admin, supply, and medication management. So out of the three subtopics, you got to go to your bib, scrub your bib, and analyze what subjects from your current bib falls under those three top focus targeted topics that you have from your profile sheet. Now, those topics will be your priority for this next advancement exam, which means that you might need a little more extra time prior to the exam on understanding those topics and subtopics. So you front load those topics, those subjects, learn it, review it again prior to the exam week, and you should have at least a better preparation uh, compared to the last exam that you took. Then you compare your profile sheets, see how you, uh, how you improved from last profile sheet to the current profile sheet. You should not be learning those new information that last week. I think that's the biggest mistake that um, sailors do is cramming everything in one week and expecting the law of recency to take effect. Since we're in the topic of recency, I would say, and especially those uh, first classes who took the Chiefs exam, right? I hope you guys got together right after the exam maybe uh while 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 having lunch or while while kicking it in your back in your command and you know your group your peer group you're getting together and basically uh or maybe just by yourself right using the law of recency uh you try to remember the questions from the exam that you just took and take the time to write it down this will allow you to compile the questions that can either help you in the next examination or just simply get that peace of mind that you got the answer right. It's something that you can verify later on that like, oh, I think I got it right. Or, man, now I know I'm going to get it right next time because if that question pops up again, because again, with the advancement examination review, right, some questions will always be recycled to the next exam. 
So now you will get that answer right the next next go round if you have to take it again. Last thing I want to say is control what you own. Promotion is a recommendation. But how to increase your chance of getting promoted is something you can control. I get it, right? The performance, the test, combination on how to get promoted. But even that, even your performance, there's something you can prepare to the whole, throughout the whole year. You got to be a competitive sailor going into the advanced training exams. Something you can control is definitely the test, the exam, right? I've just talked about it. And for those who are not listening that's not in the military, you can use the same concepts to understand the material on how to retain your information. There's, there's really no other way of breaking this down but to be successful on getting the exam scores that you wanted, you got to put the time on it. You got to put you know, the effort to study, to understand, and to basically memorize if it allow, you know, it requires memorization prior to the exam date, prior to game time. Matthew Petrovs or Navy, Mick Pond Stevens saying control what you own. He basically states that you have to get after those things that are most important to you and relevant within your sphere of influence and control. And advancement exams are one of those things that you can control. So with that said, control what you own, study, study, study. There's no substitute on being successful in this next advancement exam than studying. That means study, study, study. Control what we own, control what you own. Know what's important, prioritize, and I hope you guys enjoyed Caffeinated Episode 3, Navy White Advancement Exams. This is Coffee on the Beach. See y'all next time. Peace.